Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. Spirit, we thank you for your word that's powerful, that changes lives, and we just believe for a great and wonderful time in you as you stretch forth your hand to heal, and signs and wonders are wrought by the name of the Holy Child Jesus. Be glorified in all that's said, all that's done, save the lost, heal the sick, set the captives free. We'll give you all the glory you deserve in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise God.
you can do better than that. Come on, give him a praise offering. We love you, Lord. We bless you. Hallelujah for the King of glory reigns. Amen. You may be seated. We welcome each and every one of you viewing by live streaming. We welcome you this morning with us. And those of you in house, we thank the Lord for each and every one of you. Anyone as a first time visitor, kindly raise your hand if you wouldn't mind doing that this morning. We want to make you welcome. Anybody at all? Praise God. Someone over here, somewhere that's over there. Where are you from? Florida. It's a little bit cooler here. A little bit. Good to have you with us. Anyone else for the first time? Both from Florida? Oh, praise God. Anyone else? Over here, where are you from? Industry, a little bit closer. Praise God. Good to have you with us as well. Let's make them welcome. Praise God. Nice to have you with us today. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. Tammy, why don't you go ahead and make your announcement right now? All right, so I threw it on the floor. <laughs> How many of you love live streaming? How many of you have used live streaming? Let's do that. And how many of you say it's an awesome, awesome thing that we have if you can't make it, if, you, if, you, if it's snowy or whatever the reason is? Okay, now keep your hands up. Everybody who's used it or who, because we have a need. And the need is everybody knows that Chris is leaving here in a few weeks. Moving on to... Um, to Michigan, somewhere where it's really nice and warm. <laughs> and so because Chris is moving on, Pete is sort of taking over until we can find somebody to fill that position. Pete has now moved from the camera to everything. So we have a lot of needs. We have four immediate needs for camera operators. You don't need to know how to do anything. Just go like this because that's what they do back there, and they'll train you how to do that. So we need four people to do that, and then we need two or three people to mix the sound in the house. Now, for that, you, do, you don't have to have a degree, but you do have to know music. You have to have an ear for music and possibly an ear for parts so when we're up here singing, it doesn't sound all mishmashed. If you know of someone or yourselves that are here or someone who's not here at the moment, we really have that need. So we need four camera operators and two or three sound people in the back. And to be honest with you, if we don't get those things, there may be times when we won't have camera operators for live streaming or we won't have somebody to do uh, the sound back here. So when I say it's a need, it's, it's, it's a need because if we don't have sound, then you can't hear Pastor Bill and you can't hear us. And so we can't run live streaming if we don't have a camera. Uh, so these are some big needs that we have. And so I'm asking you not to just sign up. I'm asking you to pray real quick and see where the Lord would have you to do what he would have you to do. And if we get enough people, you would only have to do it once a month or once a minute, maybe every two months if we can get enough. So we just need people to help us. And there's always a position for you here at the church. There's always something that you can do. So we're asking that you find what it is that you're called to do and get into that place and do it. But here's some needs that are open right now. And so uh, if we don't get those people by next Sunday, I'll be saying this again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But we do have a need, so please pray about it and sign up. If, you, if you're interested, talk to Chris, talk to myself, and we'll make sure we get you hooked up. Thank you. Amen. Use your gifts and abilities that God has given you to advance his kingdom and guarantee you'll be blessed by the Lord. Amen. Amen. Today, as you know, we have our brother David DeMarco with us, and he'll be ministering here in song and also ministry. So we'll get to that in just a moment. 
But also on March the 16th is our youth night. That's from 7th grade to the 12th grade. You're invited to come and participate in that. Also bring a friend or whoever. And that starts at 7 o'clock in the evening. On the 19th, women's ministry will take place. Now, this is not a breakfast. This is a ministry from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. It's fellowship. It's ministry, working together, praying, believing God together. Uh, Sister Rose Smedley is the coordinator for the women's ministry. So you can contact her if you like. But come and be a part of that. Be a blessing as well. On the 20th, we will be having, that's, uh, let's see what day is the 13th. So it's next week. We're going to be having an offering for Ukraine and the Russian, you know, there are many Christian, Russian Christians that are protesting the war, and that's going on right now, and there's some needs there. We have uh, Pastor uh, Rick Renner, who is in, in uh, Moscow, I believe, he has a big church there. He's been there for like 30 years, a wonderful presence, meets with all the leaders and uh, government officials and all that, and so they are protesting the war, and the, but they're also in, having some needs. So we're having a special offering for Ukraine and for uh, this, this outreach here. And so people, of course, Ukraine are displaced in their need of uh, all kind of different things, uh, food, clothing, uh, blankets, er everything, water and all that. And so just to let you know, we're going to be doing that on the 20th. And then on the 26th is night will take place here at the church. And if you would like to be a part of that, sign up, praise God and be a part of that uh, outreach as well. And then also just so I don't forget when it's time to dismiss our young people, K through eight will be, eighth grade will be dismissed. That's all, just to let you know that as well. We were having a special offering for our brother, of course, as, at the end of ministry, but this offering is for your tithe and offering. Uh, so it's your letter of the Lord, of course, to give. We want to give because we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We give because we have a compassion for lost humanity. We, we want to advance the kingdom of God here upon the earth because we believe as we continue to give, the lost are saved, the sick are healed, the bound afflicted are delivered and set free. Amen. So if you need an envelope for your giving, just kindly raise your hand. But remember, we'll have a second offering as well uh, for Brother DeMarco. So anyone else, if you need an envelope, kindly raise your hand, and we'll get that to you. If you're giving by check, make your check payable to Christian Assembly. That's all you need to do. Uh, you'll be blessed for giving. And, of course, he'll cause men to give into your bosom. He'll protect the source of your income. He also said he'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. He'll fill your barns with plenty. Anybody have a barn? Yeah. The rest of you? <laughs> A barn, your barn, you have a barn, he'll fill your barn with what? Plenty. Anybody have a wine press? Don't admit it. <laughs> your wine press will burst out with new wine. What's he saying? He'll meet your need. He'll provide for you. Amen. If you give to supply his need to do what? To provide for the work of the ministry, he'll see to it that he provides for you. Amen. Amen. All right. Anybody else need an envelope? Just kind of raise your hand. Wait one more moment. Praise God. All right, let's pray and honor the Lord and give. Father, we do give you thanks and praise for this opportunity to bless you and worship you with our giving. We give unto you through Jesus, our high priest, and we thank you that you've re rebuked the devourer for our sakes. You've opened the windy gates of heaven and poured out a blessing so much we can't contain it all, Father. We thank you that that blessing of the tither, the benefit of the giver, rests upon each and every one of us as we worship you and bless you now in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Honor him as you give.
speaks to our hearts. At this time, if I could have some prayer partners, we have at least six prayer requests that were turned in. And we want to lift these up before the throne of God. Aren't you glad there's no distance in the spirit? Amen. This first request is for Janet. Hospitalized with severe rib pain, doctors are unable to determine the cause. Pray for relief from the pain and for wisdom for the doctors. This is for Peg. It's Jeff Young's uh, mother fell this morning. He thinks she broke her hip. He's a believer looking for divine intervention, quick and speedy recovery for Hayden. This is the pastor of Destiny House's son. Uh, having seizures, causes unknown. And uh, a believer, of course, asking for divine intervention. This is for Jason, addicted to uh, Fuboxin. Pray for his deliverance uh, from this drug and for salvation. This is uh, for Ron, Mark Stilwell's son. His kidneys are failing, is in need of a kidney transplant. Salvation's unknown, so we want to lift him up before the throne. And for Martha Stilwell, saved in her 80s, had a bad fall, life flighted to an area hospital, stitched up, sent home with her daughter, has a brain injury. Divine intervention and healing is necessary. And so, as we lift these up before the throne, we know we serve a prayer answering God. And we thank God for his divine intervention in every one of these lives. And so we just ask that you join together with these prayer partners and start giving God thanks for his divine intervention in every one of these lives. As if it was your own loved one that you're lifting up before the throne of God, thanking him for their life, for their recovery, for wisdom, for the healthcare workers to know the right thing to do on their part. Thank you, Father, for quick and speedy recoveries for each and every one of these. As we look to you, you're more than enough to meet every need, no matter how difficult, no matter how impossible. It doesn't matter. You're the God of plenty. You're more than enough. And there's none like you. Hallelujah. Your power is unlimited. And we thank you for its manifesta manifestation in each and every one of these lives. Oh, how we praise you, give you all the glory for it. We magnify you glorify you we honor you hallelujah what a good god you are thank you for restoring health to each one and healing every one for by the stripes of jesus we thank you that they're whole we thank you for your precious holy spirit to quicken their mortal bodies with life and health and resurrection life just flowing into their beings we thank you for that hallelujah what a good good god you are so worthy so worthy amen praise God amen thank you Jesus well let's lift our hands to heaven and just thank him right now for his intervention because we believe that he heard us and we believe that he's moving and we thank you father for this wonderful manifestation of your miracle working power in the lives of each and every one of these called out before you this morning we thank you for victory we thank you for deliverance and wholeness for restoring health and healing every wound, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory for each and every one in the precious and holy name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, Psalm 121, verse, uh, Psalm 118, verse 21 declares that I will praise you because you heard me. I will praise you because you heard me and you've become my salvation. It's good to know, isn't it? So when you pray, we believe he heard us and he's become our salvation. You may be seated. And K through 8, you may be dismissed at this time to your class.
good to know that young people are being taught the Word of God. I, I was 24 years old before I gave my heart to Jesus, 24 years old before I got saved, but I was in church for all those years and never knew the truth. You know, I'll be honest with you, it just, it broke my heart when I found out that you had to be born again. Anybody can relate to that? And the rest of you? <laughs> you know, you could sit in church for 24 years and not be a Christian. You could sit in a pigeon coop for 24 years and not be a pigeon. Right? Right. You could sit in a garage for 24 years and not be a car. I sat in church for 24 years and I wasn't a Christian. I knew about Jesus, but I didn't know Jesus. But one day I got born again. and I've been crazy ever since. For Jesus. <laughs> Amen. It's a blessing to have Brother David DeMarco with us today. He's no stranger to Christian Assembly Church. We've had him here different times, and we thank the Lord for his life and ministry. And if you know, of course, New Brighton Christian Assembly, uh, now it's, it's, the, the name has changed. I think it's changed. Family, family Life? or uh, Yeah, Family Life Church. or that. But that's his father, of course, how many years? A long time. He pastored there many, many years, but... Which you know, maybe not know about it. He wrote 150 songs, and he have what 16? Did you say albums? Also ministered with a lot of different individuals around the world, which I mean, he has dozen in our nation, and, and just contacts with many different people. But he doesn't like to talk about that, and so we'll just brag on him just a little bit and let you all know just how much he's been involved in ministry for over 30 years. It's a blessing to have him here today at Christ Assembly Church. So let's make welcome, brother David DeMarco. Praise God. here. Why don't we turn this up a little bit? Let faith arise in this place. There we go. It's a song a good friend of mine wrote. Easy for you. Easy for you. What's impossible for me? You can do. Oh, it's easy for you. Easy for you. What's impossible for me? Easy for you. Believe that this morning, nothing's too difficult for our God. Yeah. I know you're working things out for me. You never let me down, never ever will. I know that mountains move when you speak. You can't do anything, anything but fail. Cause it's easy for you, easy for you. What's impossible for me, you can do. Oh, it's easy for you, easy for you. What's impossible for me, easy for you. Yeah. Nothing's too hard, nothing's too hard for you. My God, my God, He can do anything. That you have for me You made a promise I believe it's still You know I'm exactly what I'm needing You can do anything Anything but fail Cause it's easy for you Easy for you What's impossible for me You can do Oh it's easy for you Easy for you What's impossible for me? Easy for you. 
nothing's too hard for him. For you, you can do it. Mountains moving, you can do it. It's easy, easy. You can do it. Mountains moving, you can do it. It's easy for you. It's impossible for me No, you can't do it Easy for you Easy for you What's impossible for me Easy You can do it I know it mountains move You can do it Easy, easy Nothing is too hard No, nothing is too difficult Nothing is too hard Oh my God It's easy Nothing, nothing we're going through is taking him by surprise. All the world and all the changes, he's still in control. You believe that? Because that joy that he gives is something you don't get outside there. And the joy that he's poured out by his spirit, it's a strength. He's my hope and my rock. Anybody want to testify? Boy, you can do anything. Fun. Mm. You can do it. Mountain. Sorry, I'm, I'm having fun. It's called, it's called a double shot of espresso. No, my wife will tell you I'm like that mo most of the time. <laughs> well, I this is this is home for me. It really is. Uh, thank you so much for having having me back. Every time I take a platform at a at a place like this where. Just, just, there's such an anointing on this house, a legacy for many, many years. Uh, when you have such uh, great music and great support and a great teacher such as Pastor, I mean, I tell you what, Pastor, if I, if I preach heresy, you can straighten it out next week and know that I love you. But uh, my dad and Pastor were, were good friends, and I remember when I was, when I was younger, uh, growing up in a very small denomination and uh, you know things were real traditional back then you didn't have all this stuff you have today back then it was just you know organ and piano and no mo sometimes you'd add a you know a horn in there and stuff and I was little and I loved music um, so much and I was at like a zone rally one time you know and uh, they got piano and organ but there's this dude with a guitar it's a hollow body guitar, and he's up there like. I'm like, can you do that? I mean, this is church. It was pastor, pastor. You all know that he's a great guitar player, and and so my dad, being the musician he is, you know, is inspired. So you know, I'm like 10 years old, 
nine years old, and he says, uh, son, I want you to play drums in church. I want you to bring your drums in church. Now, back then, drums split churches. They, you know. And back then, the, the, the songs just, some of the songs didn't really keep consistent time. So there were some songs, you know, we would start one song and we'd, we'd just plow through three or four songs. What a mighty God we serve, right? What a mighty, this is the day, that, right? All that stuff. And, we just, and it was just joyful. Then there was always one song that every musician, when they see it on the set list, they're like, oh, help me, Lord. And for me, it was Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on... And here's me drumming. On me, Spirit of the live God, fall fresh on... Melt me. And I just go to the cymbals because I couldn't keep time. Shh, mold me. And I'm saying in my head, Shh, somebody shoot me. Shh. Yeah. Great song. Just couldn't wait for it to get over. But I remember in the hymnal, there was a few sections in the hymnal that had songs that were written by a guy named Andre Crouch. And there was one song it was on page 316 that I loved. And it was my dad's favorite song. I want to sing it to you. And if you know the words, which most of you will, sing along. Aren't you glad that that blood will never, ever lose its power? The blood that Jesus for me way back on Calvary the blood that keeps me
Let's do some singing. Will you stand with me? I search the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise and treasures that fade are never enough. And you you put me back together And every desire is now satisfied Here in your love Tell them this morning, lift your hearts and hands Though there's nothing And you still call me friend For the God of the mountain He's still God of the valley There's not a place Your mercy and grace Won't find me again
nothing satisfies like his presence you turn morning to dancing you give beauty for ashes you turn shame into Turn 
have a seat. Have a seat right where you're at. Oh, oh, oh. 
thank you for your love in this place. One thing that's constant, one thing that remains, your love, your grace, it's unchanging. You're here, our awareness is heightened, now speak to us. Father, it's so good to be in your house, to be in your presence. We never, <laughs> we never could imagine, Lord, we look back on our life and we see your faithfulness. We see if it had not been for you, where would we be? And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Ah. Wow. If it had not been for the Lord. God is in the doing business. And when we believe in Him and His promises, it gives us a choice to either do or not do. I want to talk about doing real quick. I want to drop a quick word uh, in into you. And then we'll sing one last time. Uh, I have a counter here, but it's not counting down. It's counting up, right? So, okay, thank you. I, I, I'll keep that in mind. I want to talk about a story um, in the Bible uh, that takes place in Bethesda. It's in John, the fifth chapter. 
John the fifth chapter, a lot of you are very familiar with this story, uh, so I'm just going to read it real, real quick here from the NIV. It says, Sometime later, Jesus went up into Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now, there in Jerusalem is uh, near the Sheep Gate a pool, but which in Aramaic is called Bethesda and is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Remember that, five covered colonnades. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed, one who had been there invalid for 30 Eight years, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked, do you want to get well? Now, I know with the written word, just like text messaging, right, there's no tone. So a person's personality can kind of assign it a tone. Ever get a text message? Tammy, ever get a text message or give one that can be easily misinterpreted? <laughs> Inside joke. So... Jesus steps on the scene of this place called Bethesda, which is really well known. The scuttlebutt about Bethesda is basically an angel touches the water, the waters stir, first one in the pool, bam, gets healed. And they know about Jesus. They've heard about it. They, they know that Jesus is in the miracle working business, but you've got the blind, you've got the lame, the paralyzed. Very symbolic for people who are pretty stuck, right? And back in the day, there wasn't prosthetics, there wasn't wheelchairs. So basically, you needed help from other people. And there was sort of a codependency in a negative way for people to put you in a place to even receive your miracle by chance. <laughs> the only thing is that the Bible really doesn't tell us if anyone ever got healed in Bethesda. <laughs> but just the chatter about it, why not? Keeps you by this pool waiting for your chance. And this man, he's been there 38 years. He's pretty stuck. So Jesus steps on the scene and he just goes, Captain Obvious, do you want to get well? <laughs> and what I realized about God is sometimes when he asks us an obvious question, that means something not obvious is going on. Like, Adam, where are you? It's not that God couldn't find Adam, it's... You know, maybe Adam couldn't find himself, right? So he's probing this man to see, I know the man's in Bethesda, but how much of Bethesda has got into him? Because this man's stuck. He is around the people. He's been here 38 years, so it's changed his thinking. So when Jesus says, do you want to get well? He doesn't say yes. He says... Well, Jesus, you have to understand, there's, there's a system here. What happens is the water stir, people go in the pool. Uh, I don't have anybody to help me in. So he gives this context. And it's interesting to me because this man is stuck far beyond being lame, being disabled. He is stuck mentally because he's been in a place that overpromises and underdelivers. And Bethesda represents, in this message, any place, any system, any mindset that we've attached ourselves to, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for a miracle that's never coming. The thing is, Bethesda is rigged. It's a trap. It lures you in with the sense of hope, and then it fails to deliver. And Jesus knows this, and he comes to the man... And he realized this man is stuck. He's stuck around a mentality, a way of thinking. The man is laying by a pool. So when you're laying down on the floor, your only line of sight 
It's people that are just like you in your condition. Lame, paralyzed, blind, and you're talking about it. And you've developed a community of suffering, a community of negativity, a community of sarcasm. How many know what I'm talking about? Right. So this man, is he's stuck mentally, he's stuck socially, and he's stuck structurally. Remember the five colonnades. Go ahead, put a picture up of these five colonnades. I know that that's uh, something that we don't say every day. But colonnades was the ancient form of air conditioning. It was the ancient form. It was a structure where people conducted business. They socialized. And colonnades were built in a, in a way to provide shade. To provide shade. So you could do your business and uh, you could, you know, step into the shade, do your transactions. So this man is in a structure that is designed to keep him waiting and keep him there. And Jesus sees this. And I started to think about my life and the people that hung around and the, what I was reading and what I was watching and, and uh, things that were really holding me back from the purposes of God in my life, from receiving the fullness of God. I mean, the, the thing is, Bethesda's a good place. I mean, it's, it, I mean, there are good things in our life. Someone once said things will either increase you or decrease you. Very little of what things will do will, will neutralize you. But there were so many things in my life that kept me stuck. And I was so stuck. And Jesus says to him very simply, do you want to get it well? He gives his reason. Jesus realizes he's stuck. And then he says this, pick up your mat and get out of here. And the man is instantly healed and he walks off. And here's what it feels like to me. Okay, I got 10 minutes to wrap all this up. We're going to sing here real quick. You, you don't want to leave. I've got soldiers at the door. It's locked. Don't worry, your, your roast will be fine. I'm just kidding. It feels like to me that this guy could have done this all along. That's what it feels like to me. And that maybe. What Jesus was saying was, listen, stop hanging around these people, this structure, this mentality, this place. Stop waiting for your miracle because your miracle is not in Bethesda. Your miracle is in leaving Bethesda. So he picks up his mat and he walks. Now watch this. Immediately, the structures, the systems he had, he had been bound to for 38 years, as immediately as he's free... Boom, he meets another system and a structure. There's the Pharisees. What? How'd you get well? Who healed you on the Sabbath? When you start to step out in faith, when you start to break away from mindsets and people and things and systems, you will be met with another system or struggle. Maybe some of the people that don't see the potential in you, maybe some of the places that don't honor, maybe once you start leaving, they will get afraid of, wait, we, don't, we no longer have the hold we once had on your life. This person's reinventing themselves. This person's stepping out in the face. This person's renewing their mind. What, what, what is happening? You see it all the time when, when someone accepts Christ and they start in the path of sanctification, right? So <laughs> he's met with a system. Here's how cool Jesus is. When the Pharisee asks him, well, what happened? Who healed you? <laughs> Jesus didn't even give him his name. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say... Uh, Here's my card. Come to my church. Put you on camera. 
testify, we'll receive a bigger offering. Jesus, oh, by the way, hashtag healed one. Um, Jesus wasn't like that. So this man is just... Then Jesus finds him. And he says, I see you're well. (laughs) A man's happy because he finally picked up his mat at the call of Jesus and he got out of there. I mean, that's why God said, Abraham, you've got to leave. He told Joseph, you've got to leave the, 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 the people that didn't honor you. All through the Bible, God says, I have a blessing for you. I can't get there. I can't, I can't bless you until you just pick up your mat and get out of here. Anybody receiving this today? Is this making any sense? Right? So Jesus says, I see that you are well. Stop sinning. Or something worse might happen to you. <laughs> something worse? The guy's been lame for 30 years. What was he doing laying by that pool? Was he operating a drug cartel with a prostitution? I mean, what is Jesus talking about? And I'm thinking, you know, maybe the sin that Jesus was talking about, and maybe the sin, missing the mark, that's what sin is that this applies to is when we surrender ourselves to mindsets, systems, structures that keep us lame from the dreams and the purposes and the plan of God in our life. I think that's what he was talking about. Would you stand with me? I want to sing this song because it... it, This man symbolically is really walking out of a tomb. And tombs are also symbolic for new life. And birth and death. The kingdom of God is is full of paradoxes. And I want us to declare this song together. And if you are in some kind of Bethesda, I want you to use this song as a launch pad to pick up your mat and get out. Because your miracle is not in Bethesda, it's in leaving Bethesda. I kind of think this guy was singing this song. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my tomb Till I met you I was breathing but not alive Of my failures I tried to hide It was my tomb, Jesus
Come on, you ready to pick up your mat this morning? And get out of there. You don't belong there. <laughs> I needed rescue. My suicide. A chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter. I wasn't broken. But you call me a citizen. I love that part. your heads with me. Lord, you call us out of darkness. You call us out of tombs. You call us out of Bethesda's. You call us, you call us out of things that have a form of godliness but deny the power. Wow. Wow. So I declare right now, your kingdom is here. morning and you say David man you were speaking right to me well I was speaking right to myself because man I have subjected myself to things good things but they were keeping me bound and I didn't even know it mindsets for you I don't know what that is it might be as easy as I don't know Stop following some people on Facebook. You know, start filling yourself up with truth and who God says you are. And look in your own mirror instead of... I love you, but I just can't follow you because you've... Um, that cheeseburger you posted at that restaurant, I know it's fun, but you just wasted 30 seconds of my life, and I'm scrolling past you. But if you want to call me, I'll have lunch with you, because I believe in human connection. <laughs> so that was one of the systems I had to let go and just tailor off. But if you're here today, I want you to agree with me in prayer, as a way of just saying, David, I'm... I'm picking up my mat and I'm leaving. I mean, guys, some of that talk radio and some of that politics stuff just stirs up, doesn't stir up love and unity. It's dividing our country, it's dividing the church. 
maybe dividing your, your home. I don't know what it is to you, but maybe God's dealing with you about leaving that Bethesda. Because I don't know if you know this, but you know Jesus isn't a Republican, right? He's not even a Christian. Uh-oh, let that sink in. <laughs> He's not. He's Jesus. He said, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Not your version. Lord, bring us back to the gospel. The true essence of the gospel. So let me pray. And if you're here today and you would say, David, I'm tired of this Bethesda. Maybe your Bethesda is uh, not knowing the Lord. Now I'm going to, I want to be straight and honest with you. Just to stay in this in this moment, because I want to pray a blessing over you after after this, after Pastor comes. But I want to pray over anyone here, anyone that's watching this live stream, and you don't know what this thing's all about. But I want to tell you, God, God loves you so much. He created you. He has plans and purposes for you. Where you're living at right now, you know it's a Bethesda. You've been waiting for a better life. You've been trying things, and it just ain't working out. So I want to invite you right now to taste and see that He's good. Come on, just, just try the Lord. Just give your heart to Him. And what He does is He recreates you. He reinvents you. A resurgence happens in you. A rebirth. You're born again. You believe it? You believe that He is the way, the truth, the life. He has the answer. He is the solution. Just believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And you can leave that Bethesda right now. So get up and walk. I'm going to pray. Everybody in some place or another, in some form of Bethesda. Father, we come to you right now. You're saying, get up, get up, take up your mat. Get out of there for I have a land. I have a place, I have a home for you. So lay down your cares, lay down your cares, lay down your concerns. He understands what you're going through. Give it up to Him. Every voice, every heart, every name in your heart of hearts, I just want you to speak this out. I need you and I want you in my life. Father, I declare chains be broken right now. Blindfolds be open. Minds be renewed as we do our part and pick up our mat and leave Bethesda. And we declare your kingdom is here. Jesus' name, I pray. Pastor, would you come? Amen. Praise God. Leaving that place of comfort, the comfort zone. Something different, something new. I did that when I was 24 years old.
I left everything that I knew about religion. You know, religion often isn't reality. It's a relationship with Jesus that's reality. Knowing about him wasn't enough. I got to know him and what a difference that was. I was depending on religion to open up heaven's door, but it wasn't working. But when I accepted Christ as my savior, when I was born again, what a difference it made. Now I knew him. Now he's in my heart. He's not out here. He's in here. Yes, I had to leave all that way of thinking. I had to deal with all the effect that it had in my life. Because I thought my religion was the only way. But you know what? I found out it wasn't true. Jesus is the only way. The only truth and only life. And no one comes to the Father but by Him. You see, that's narrow-minded. Jesus said, straight and narrow is the way, is the path to life. We believe that, right? Before we have our offering for Brother DeMarco, I just want to offer anybody viewing by live streaming, even if you're here, a simple prayer of accepting Christ as your Savior and your Lord. And if you repeat this prayer after me, but remember this, it's from your heart. It's from your heart. It's not just repeating the words. It's meaning it. It's knowing that he died for your sins. It's knowing that you can't make heaven without him because he's the only way to the Father. But you mean it from your heart and you're asking him to come in and take over your life. So pray this simple prayer with me. If you truly want him in your life today, just say, Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins and my justification. I open the door of my heart. I call upon the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you. I receive you. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. I deny myself to take up my cross and follow you all the days of my life. Heavenly Father, I have called on the only name under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus, according to your word, I'm now your child. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you meant that, from your heart, you're a child of God. All things have passed away. All things have become brand new. I encourage you to call the number on the screen. Let us know. We want to send you a Bible, some printed materials that will help you grow. Write down the date, the time, and the hour that you accepted Christ because that becomes your spiritual birthday. Just like you know your natural birthday, this is your spiritual birthday. I also encourage you to get into a good Bible-based church where you can be taught the Word of God and you can grow in your Christian faith and experience and also... You can use the gifts, the talents, and the abilities that God has given you to advance his kingdom here upon the earth. Become a productive fruit-bearing branch in the vine and carry out the purpose of the Father's will for your life. And I guarantee you, this life is temporary. It'll do something for you throughout the eternal ages that you can't even begin to imagine, even see. Your ears have never heard it. Just follow him and he'll make you what he wants you to be. Praise God. We rejoice if you accept the Christ as your Savior and Lord and with the angels of heaven. 
because they're rejoicing right now because if one sinner comes home comes home they rejoice before the presence of the father and so we thank god for that what a good god what a great savior amen amen you may be seated here if you're in house and you've made that decision just raise your hand or let some usher know we want to give you a bible some printed materials as well so that you can take them and you can grow in your life spiritually as i said earlier we want to have an offering for our brother to continue his anointed ministry taking inspiration taking the word of god letting people know that jesus loves you he saves he heals he delivers he sets free praise god he fulfills every promise amen what a faithful god we serve you realize the bible tells us not one word of his promise has ever ever failed not one what a good god amen. we can trust a god like that anyone need an envelope for your giving kindly raise your hand make your check payable to christian assembly if that's how you're giving we'll see to it that they receive every cent that comes in praise god but uh, we want to help continue this ministry reaching out changing people's lives touching hearts of people inspiring faith to believe god to rise up as you heard this morning praise god from a mindset that might hold you back and keep you down thank god one of the most difficult things i think to do is to change the way we think about things but thank god he gave us his word to straighten out our thinking <laughs> isn't that good to know i used to think one way at one time but when i got a hold of the word of god it changed the way i think i don't think that way anymore praise god i think in line with god's word and that's why we cast down thoughts and imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of god when the enemy says it's impossible when circumstances say it's impossible when people say it's impossible when religion says it's impossible when doctors say it's impossible god says all things are possible to him that believes amen let's pray and believe god father we do give you thanks and praise for our brother's life our brother's ministry for we believe that whatever our brother sets his hand to do does prosper and no weapon formed against him will prosper we thank you that we can be a small part of it now as we give unto you to worship you and praise you in jesus wonderful name amen amen honor him as you did I'm so grateful for you, Pastor, and uh, thank you for uh, your hearts. You know, we go different places. I was just sharing this uh, with you, I think, or, or, or somebody else. And, you know, there, there are deposits and gifts that are put upon us, and when they are released, when a demand is put on a gift, right? And there, babe, you can testify to this. There, there, there are few places that really pull, you know, some kind of pinch <laughs> and some pull. I want to thank you for, 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 for pulling this morning and, and receiving something. Did you receive something from heaven today? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. For, uh... Well, I have back there, I have some, you know, products, CDs, uh, some, some sweatshirts and T-shirts. We do something uh, that we've just started that's based upon revival. We call it resurgence. Resurgence actually means an increase of revival, an increase of restoration, an increase, recovery. There's, it's such a colorful word. And uh, we have been doing this all across the country uh, with our team, with our full band, and pretty much concert crusades and also workshops on leading yourself after you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, when God tells you to do something and God directs you, you still have to do it, right? <laughs> so uh, 
pray for us because we've launched this and uh, whatever you buy, whatever you give, it, it goes and empowers us to continue with this message as pastor, pastor said. So pastor, thank you very, very much. Thank you all. Uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you all again sometime soon. If you'll have me back. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. It's hard for me to imagine you were 10 years old. I remember that. And you were 11. <laughs> I remember us jamming at the church. My goodness, that was 40 years ago, almost. How old are you now? I was when I was not one. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a time it was. It's, it's amazing to see how far, you know, we've come. And uh, it's just from that beginning where, where God puts things together and all that. And so, praise God. What a wonderful thing to continue in our service to the Lord. What a good God. You know, when you were singing that song, He Turns Mourning Into Dancing. And I, I was thinking about that. And it, it just strikes things in, in your, you know, thought process. And I was thinking how when, when the doctors came to us and said that Andrew... Our son, Andrew, can't live. They said he's going to die in your arms or he could die in there because he doesn't have a left pulmonary artery. You know, so uh, we asked God to give him one. and God gave him one. Uh, over a nine-month period, he grew one to normal size. He became a miracle. But when, you, when I were singing that song, Morning into Dancing, and you think about a believer's morning into dancing, well, it wasn't just us. Matter of fact, because we didn't know it first. It was the Indian doctor who was in giving him heart catheterization and when he came out after giving it, he came into the waiting room where other people were, and he started dancing. Oh, right in front of everybody. He was just dancing and shouting and saying, you just, he's, got a left, he's got a whole one. It's a whole left pulmonary, pulmonary artery. He was just going crazy dancing. And he, I don't even know if he's a believer. <laughs> Amen. He'll turn even the non-believer into a dancer when, when, he, you know, when, when you see what God can do. Let's all stand together and...